láska. Lord, Lord, there's yet still time No compassion in this world of mine Lord, Lord, there's yet still time But not much mercy in this world of mine I'm 21 and I got involved I had time They put me away on a narcotics charge They had no time to Vancouver after six months in jail I had time But my family had left And the house was up for sale They had no time Lord, Lord, there's yet still time No compassion in this world of mine Lord, Lord, there's yet still time Not much mercy in the world of mine Went to see a sweet girl on Dunbar Heights I had time But her father slammed the front door Didn't even say goodnight He had no time Over Granville Bridge to Manpire To fill out some forms I had time The employer shook his head Said come back when you performed He had no time Lord, Lord, this yet still time No compassion in this world of mine Lord, Lord, this yet still time Not much mercy in this world of mine So I tried the preacher in his panel then I had time I thought he'd tell me of Christ But he lectured me on hell He had no time Sunday went to the church high, steepled and old. I had time. They shook my hand but didn't care about my soul. They had no time. Lord, Lord, there's yet still time. No compassion in this world of mine. Lord, Lord, there's yet still time. Not much mercy in this world of mine. I returned to the hippie house on Chemical Row. I had time. I thought I'd reason with them, but they gave me a smoke. They had no time. So I'm back in your color on the same old charge. I'm doing time. But on the judgment day, when you all look my way, there'll be no time. Lord, Lord, there's yet still time No compassion in this world of mine Lord, Lord, there's yet still time But not much mercy in this world of mine Lord, Lord, there's yet still time No compassion in this world of mine Lord, Lord, there's yet still time Not much mercy in this world of mine And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, yet still time by the new creation from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, 1970 from the Trouble LP. The Trouble LP by the new creation. 1970. 
And actually, this was brought to my attention just today by Alan McInnes of the Alienated in Vancouver blog. He sent me a note saying, quote, thought you might want to know that Lorna Towers of the new creation passed on the other day. Chris, her son, just alerted me by email. She had been in poor health for some time. She was surrounded by most of her children and went peacefully. So that song goes out to Lorna Towers of the new creation, and she was singing that particular track by the new creation, Yet Still Time, one of the great lost gems from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, that has been reissued in recent years. And if you want to hear an interview with Chris from The New Creation, just go to nardwar.com and check under radio shows, and you'll see an interview I did with Alan and Chris from The New Creation. However, right now, our thoughts are with Chris and his family, because again, his mom, Lorna was the singer of that particular track, Yet Still Time, and the singer in The New Creation, an amazing band, again, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Check out The Trouble LP, 1970, by The New Creation. Also, one other interesting note about Lorna from The New Creation was during World War II, not only was she a singer in The New Creation years later, during World War II, she worked at Bletchley Circle, helping to break the German Enigma Codes. And then she came to Canada and tried to break the local music codes. Didn't quite until many years later, but we can now be really happy to know that the new creation is out there. They have another CD as well. So that goes out to you, Lorna Towers and Chris from the new creation. Today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, an interview with also from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, White Lung. And right now, to prepare you for White Lung, have a bunch of records on the Hosehead record label, which is interesting because the Hosehead record label now has an address based around Neptune Records in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Neptune Records also is kind of the unofficial home of Hockey Dad Records, where White Lung released their very first 7-inch. So right now, we have some brand new releases on Hosehead, was going to say Hockey Dad, was going to say was going to say hockey that was uh, well um i should also say kingfisher blues also and neptune records are also based out of sort of kind of well most definitely out of neptune records as well we're going to begin right now here with something brand new by fashionism it's out january 20th and the track we're going to hear is smash the state fashionism from vancouver british columbia canada and we're going to also hear First Bass from Toronto, Ontario with You've Got a Hold on Me. The name of the fashionism 7-inch is Smash the State, but we're actually going to hear Where Have All the Rock and Roll Girls Gone and dedicated to Lorna. So thank you, Patrick, for these particular tracks. Here's Fashionism, brand new, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Has Jeffy singing and Joshy Atomic in there as well, and some Newtown Animal Alex rocking there too in the band Fashionism. So here's Fashionism, then first bass from Toronto on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. <laughs> Thank you. 
again, you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there the fallouts from Seattle, Washington with Doug My Grave from the Estrus Lunch Bucket box set. Before that, brand new from Toronto, Ontario on Hosehead Records, First Base with You've Got a Hold on Me. And before that, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, the rock and roll trio or four person type rock and roll ensemble known as Fashionism. And Fashionism have a brand new seven inch out, also out on Hosehead Records called Where Have All the Rock and Roll Girls Gone? Fashionism comprised of Jeffrey Genocide, Jacuzzi Floozy, JR, and Sweet Kokomo, members of the Transmitters, the Jolts, Newtown Animals, and a bunch more. So we just heard right there the fallouts. Before then, we heard a little bit of first bass, and then we heard to begin the set right there. Fashionism, and they're seven inches out, brand new, this coming Tuesday, January the 20th. Where have all the rock and rolls gone? Where have all the rock and rollers gone? Where have all the rock and rollers gone? Well, they've um, gone actually to CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, because there is no cable. So people say cable when they're thinking about the old days. And speaking of all, to prepare you right now for our interview with White Lung on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, have here something by the Riff Randalls. We're going to hear the Riff Randalls and Marie of White Lung, the drummer of White Lung, also played in the Riff Randalls. We're going to hear two tracks by the Riff Randalls. Then we're going to hear something by D.A. Da White Castle from 1981. And that's a band that Heather, the bassist, the temporary bassist of White Lung, loves and interviewed the lead singer who has sadly passed away. But we're going to hear D.A. White Castle. She interviewed, she did an interview with D.A. a little while back in Maxim Rock and Roll fanzine. And D.A. are from Chicago, Illinois. We're going to hear their track from 1981 called White Castle. And then continuing on with the white theme, we're going to hear from the debut White Lung 7-inch White Out. We are going to hear the particular track that is released on Hockey Dad Records from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So right now, here are the Riff Randalls from the year 2000, then DA from the year 1981, and then White Lung from the year 2007, and then a brand new interview with White Lung from the year 2015. Well, the raw version on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. So right now, here is some riff. Randling, and I just wanted to be specific and say what we're playing. We're playing the Riff Randall's theme, After School Special as well, Anne-Marie Rock drums, Marcellor's bass, Sean Raggett vocals, and Kathy Camaro guitars. So right now, here's the Riff Randall's theme on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. <laughs> Thank you. 
37.
I'm Mish. From? White Lung. And Mish, who'd you have beside you? This is Kenneth William. Hello. I have Miss Heather Fortune. Hello. And the very lovely Anne-Marie Vassilio. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, White Lung. Welcome back. Big time back, right? Yeah. (laughs) Now, right off the bat, Mac DeMarco and your orbital bone. Please clarify that situation. What happened there? Your orbital bone, something very serious. Here. That wasn't, it was at a show. Well, we had a tour kickoff show and Mac was playing, but it wasn't Mac who did it. It was Joe, Joe McFlurry, the big fat dumb drummer, jumped and I uh, hit my face into the drum kit. You remember this. Ran towards the other drummer. That's right. Anne-Marie. Vasilio. <laughs> now, there is something very important. This is a band that inspired you greatly. Is that not true? The Ewoks, Mishwe. 
Uh, oh, because Jofi was in this band. Yes, she is a friend of mine from high school. Not this band, but um, yeah, she kind of was like my only cool feminist punk friend and turned me on to music. And so I always have to thank her. But yeah, she was in this band. November 26, 2001. That's when you saw your first gig with Sophia Bat. How do you know that that was the day? At Mesa Luna. Yeah, it was Mesa Luna, yeah. But shout out to Zofia Bat. I call her the Bat because I remember those are email tag, wasn't yes, it? Yes, big shout out to Zofia always. For helping inspire White Lung in a weird way. She did. Without her, I wouldn't have, you know, gotten into any of that stuff. She really, you know, started taking me to shows and made everything important and good. Another So I mentioned Mesa Luna. Another place I'd like to investigate is right here, the emergency room in this Sarah Cordingly pick. What exactly is going on here? Um, this is Cam Reed. <laughs> this is myself with my really cool haircut, and that was Brad, who was my boyfriend at the time. And um, we're just <laughs> just doing a tongue dance. And if you turn it over... It's probably Cam Reed's idea because, yeah, that's... Look at how happy he is, too. Has Mish done a lot of tongue dancing? Yes, she sure has. And what's on the other side here? This is titled by Sarah, Artificial Insemination. Because when White Lung first started... Oh, my hair. Oh, my God. When White Lung first started, a lot of the times at the emergency room, I used to wear a pregnant belly on stage. Um, I don't know why. There's Anne Marie laughing it up. <laughs> and, but yeah, I wore. Je- oh, I thought that was Jesse. Anyways, I'm covering my bad haircut. But yeah, I used to always wear a pregnant belly. Why did I do that? I thought it was funny. You'd have to ask yourself that question, really. <laughs> Great documentation by Sarah Cordingly. She's got lots of good photos, I think. You, Heather, how much do you know about White Lung? I know a lot. I hear a lot of the stories, and we were all friends before I started playing with them, so I know some good stuff, some good some good juice. Now, how well do you know this lady right here, Anne-Marie? How well does Heather know you? Let's find out. Yeah, ask me some questions. Well, I have a gift for you to help you get more acquainted with Anne-Marie, a Riffrandles 70. Yes, thank you, Nardwar. Now, what has Anne-Marie told you about the Riffrandles? And could you point out Anne-Marie, please? There's Anne-Marie right there, little Miss Anne-Marie, looking lovely as ever. She hasn't aged one bit. She looks the same. (laughs) She's a robot, actually. I I believe that Anne-Marie is secretly a robot. We're going to find out tonight. There's going to be a big unveiling. But um, anyway. uh, That's Misha's big thing, that Anne-Marie has looked the same forever. Yeah, she doesn't age. It's not a... It's the truth. Look at her beautiful visage. Yeah. Good genes. Yeah. Great great genetics. She's getting embarrassed now. Okay. So I know that the Riff Randalls went to Japan. True. Twice. I know that the Riff Randalls were a band that Anne-Marie was in. Have there been Riff Randall's fans coming out to White Lung gigs at all? Oh, some, didn't that boy write a song about Anne-Marie that was like, he was like a, there was a boy who was a Riff Randall's fan. A driver at a festival. Yeah, yeah, he said he wrote a song about, it was like, Anne-Marie, I wish you were mine or something like, like that. My wish, yeah. Something. He picked yeah. from the airport at some festival yeah. we didn't, just Heather and I had flown in mm-hmm. and he knew and he was telling us about this song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any Anne-Marie memories in the Riff Randall's at all? No, it was uh, before my time. I was too young. I wouldn't have been allowed into any other... Concert. Twelve at that time. Was a- but of course, that was a big gag with the Randalls, wasn't it? Uh, we're- during this era, yeah. What's your big song called? Uh, we pretended he was 37. We were 
18, 16, what did we say? I don't, 14? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. He was a pervert and you were yeah. the... Innocence? Yeah. Normal, yeah. right? Yes. Mm. So a little bit of old white lung for you to enjoy there, Heather. Thank you. A thank bit you. of white lung history. Yes, thank you. I'm, I'll cherish it forever. And that's what's so great about Anne-Marie. Like, let's look at Anne-Marie over there for a second. Uh-huh. This is a person that can like Gigi Allen and Allison Chains. She likes, she's very eclectic. That's awesome. Allison Chains and Gigi Allen. Yeah, Jerry Cantrella especially. I mean, does that show a diversity of white lung? Is that when you joined the band, did you know about the diversity, Heather? I was aware, yes. We'd spent some time together previously, so I was aware of the diversity. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we all have a lot in common, though. Like, I love Allison Chains, too. So, so does Kenny. So does Kenny. And Kenneth, you got some wet pussy shots in Australia? Yeah, they, they tasted really good, actually. Uh, I don't remember what was in them. Do you? No. Could you please explain wet pussy shots? That's what it was on the board in Australia. Were we in Melbourne? Or? It was Brisbane, Brisbane, which is the Las Vegas of Australia, yes, as they call right, it. Indeed. Mm, yeah, we went for a stroll. Um, uh, there was something on the blackboard. It said wet pussy shots, and it was like disgusting. It tasted like perfume mixed with, I don't bug spray. October 27th, 2006. Um, I was in high school still. Fake shark, real zombie. Yes. With special guests. What do we play? White Lung. Yes. Oh, was that Vivo and Kenny? <laughs> and a video in and your band cheerleader count. That's right. <laughs> well, wasted and hit her stomach pumped and the show was canceled. Did that ha- is that what happened? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and my friends pulled together our money to rent video in studios so we, should, we could have a nice all ages show. And this girl had to get her stomach pumped outside and I lost my damage deposit. But that's a successful gig though. <laughs> uh, it, it was successful. It was very memorable. I was thinking, though, it was a success, because is that when you guys all met? Like, that must have been really early on. I'm, uh, I feel like I met you before that show. We met uh, Jesse from Channels 3 and 4 on Twin Crystals. I met him on MySpace, and he snuck me into uh, Channels 3 and 4's tour kickoff show, which was White Lung's first show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's actually a photo of Sarah and I, my roommate at the time, and you can see Kenny in the background, like Teen Kenny. It's really funny. Kenneth, quote, I really wish I was more popular. I just try so fucking hard, but people just ignore me. Why don't they understand? I don't know why they don't understand. Do you have a live journal? I don't have a live journal. I think... I I, I hope not. No, I think it was from an interview years and years ago from my old band. It was a joke. I don't actually feel that way. I know I have lots of friends, and they're very supportive of what I do, and uh, everything is okay. And you went on to open for Crystal Castles in that band. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, that was uh, that was that band's first show, actually. Cheerleader Camp? Uh, no, that was... No Nails, right? Yes, yes. That was my band with my friend Gabor that I started afterwards. And uh, we played at the Commodore for our first show with Crystal Castles. It was very fun. You were a trumpeter originally, but then were ruined by Weezer? Um, I was... I played the trumpet in elementary school because... Uh, I had a crush on a girl who also played the trumpet. Otherwise, I would have chosen the saxophone, but I wanted to hang out with her. And then I played the guitar after that, and I did that for about six or seven years. And then I had a traumatic experience at uh, the high school talent show playing a Weezer song where people were chanting some really unkind things about me. So I quit altogether, and I stopped until I joined this band again. Do you get a chance to speak to any of the punk legends that you guys play with? Because you've played with some punk legends, haven't you? 
Which ones? Well, I was just curious. What punk legends you played with? Like, you played with Social Unrest? Oh, no, that was just the, the singer in Chris Frey's new band. Uh, what else have Disney you... Boys. You have played, though, with some legendary punk bands, Kenny. Okay. Because you're in White Lung. You actually are a punk band playing with punk bands. Like, Off. Didn't you guys play with Off? We played with Off. Did you get a chance to speak to Keith Morris? Legendary Keith Morris. Circle Jerks, Black Flag, Off. I didn't get to speak to Keith Morris, but uh, I happened to be there early, and I helped them lift one of their amps up, because I'm a nice guy. Now, why didn't you want to speak to him? Uh, he just was doing his own thing. I, I didn't want to bother him. Now, I really feel depressed that Kenny has not had a chance to speak to Keith Morris. There's always next year. No, there is always right now. We have for you guys right here a special gift in this towel. What do we have in this towel right now for you, Kenny? <laughs> I hope it's a dreadlock, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. look at this. Keith Morris? Uh, statuette. Throbble head with oh. the... Oh <laughs> nice. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll put this in our van. Next year, Furbies. Next to my I, I have a couple, just five. Uh, small collection, and he can, they can hang out with him now. Yeah, I just thought it was cool, because now you're going to be really close to Keith Morris. I will be, thank you. And I was curious, Kenny, the emergency room, you mentioned him before, Kenneth Kenny. Yeah, yeah. What was that I saw you thing that you guys always reference? Oh, Please explain so that. Oh, great. It's so great. Well, you should tell it, because you did it. There was a party at the emergency room, and he wrote, and I saw you, and- I have it still. I have the clipping. I pulled it out because it was so funny, and no one knew who'd written it till years later. He just busted a hole with me. Say what you said. There was a, a woman who I was hanging out with uh, at the last emergency room show, and at one point she took her bra off and gave it to me, but then she left, and the police came, so I kept it, and I tried to return it to her. I wrote an I saw you in the Georgia Strait, uh, but she never replied to it. So I think it just ended up in the trash. What's the most money you've made in all your bands? I don't know very much. You don't have to answer that question. It's like asking someone how much their house costs. You don't ask that. Not yeah. very much, but enough, to, enough, enough to live. Well, I was thinking like up on stage at a gig, like how much money at the end of a gig? Thrown at me, yeah. thrown at me. Oh, well, let's see. Like the payment at the end of the night. Money thrown at me because I do drag performances sometimes. So I think the most I got was like $25 once thrown at me. Yes. In a ball. When we were in Copenhagen, our driver pulled up and he was waiting to try and figure out how to get inside the venue. And this Danish man came up and told us we weren't allowed to park there. And our driver told him to fuck off. So we threw a handful of change and it hit mm-hmm. me. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. We, so we did have money thrown at us, actually. Yeah. Literally, yeah. It's not on stage. And speaking of shit hot, I have another gift for you right here, Mish. The Girls' School Race with the Devil, original 45 on Bronze Records. Wow, thank you. That's this, very, very nice. This is important to White Lung, isn't it? Yes, we love Girls' School. And they're still on the road playing, and I know Anne-Marie, being the record hound that she is, already has this, but I thought oh. I would give this to you as well. Thank you. This is directly responsible for White Lung, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right. Wasn't that important for the creation of your new record? Yeah, well, we did listen. We were listening to, we were listening to Girl School. I don't think Yeah, Right had anything. Oh, it was on the Spotify thing, maybe, that I had to make the playlist because I was playing all, putting all the songs that were inspiring me. See, I gave the Girl well, School. just great party music. Like, this record, there's not a bad song. There's not one bad song. It's hit after hit. That's what we like. Hits. Mm-hmm. I kind of alluded to this earlier, but what is it like to shit in a bag? 
<laughs> oh, I have, yeah. But <laughs> it's fine. Look, you put it you put it in the toilet and you put the toilet seat on top and it's fine. I had to do that because our toilet was broken when I was like 20. But it was my fault I broke it. I threw eyeliner down the toilet and got stuck. So it's not that hard to shit into a bag. It's disgusting and awful, of course. How about shitting into a cup? How hard is it to shit into a cup? I don't think I've shit into a cup before. I thought you shit it in a cup and then threw it at a club. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I did, no, I scooped, I scooped it out, okay, I'm not gonna talk about this anymore. You scooped, though, you see, that's different, because a bag, when you wouldn't be able to scoop. Yes, the scat queen, remember? Uh, Heather, please, scat queen? Oh, stop it. I, I have no comment. Scat queen? These are all things that happened a really long time ago, okay? Like a really long time ago in situations that I could not control. I'm an adult and a woman now, and none of this would ever happen again. I'm curious though, scat queen, what was that about? Oh, they are just, it's a tour joke. There's lots of tour jokes that we have that don't make sense, so I'm, we're not going to talk about them now because they're just going to dig us. It's going to be funny. It'll just I'm be a waste of time. Yeah. I'm in a shithole right now, so we don't want to go any deeper. And what club was it? Make with the nice questions. What was... Make with the nice questions, please. Well, let's move right now onto an important person right here. What can you tell the people the importance of this gentleman right here if you want to pull out that discorder right there? Who do we see right there? This is Jesse Gander. Oh! Jesse Gander from... DBS. DBS. This is Jesse in his band, DBS. Yes. Now, Jesse Gander, I'm pointing him right there, is an important fellow, isn't he, in relation to White Lung. Please explain. He's very important to us. He has made all of our LPs and a few seven inches. And he was in DBS, too. He was. Did you see him at all, Sealand Hall, when he did all those gigs there? I've been to Sealand Hall. I've never seen DBS. I think I was probably six. Mich- North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Props to DBS and Jesse Gander. Yes. In the hard streets of North Van. The very rough streets of North Van. Lynn Valley, actually. Me, I correct that. That's true. Seven Eleven in Lynn Valley. Kind of in the middle of where Anne Marie and I are from on opposite sides of North Van. And I was curious about that. The Crab Shack. Have you checked out the Crab Shack in North Van? That was on the low road. My parents used to actually go there. It's not there anymore. Or it got made bigger and fancier, right? It did have to move. Yes, I remember and when it was little, because when I'd drive home from figure skating, that was the little road we would take. We'd always drive by it. How about sea lovers or the tomahawk? Have you been to those? I've been to the tomahawk only once. Have you been to the tomahawk? I don't think so. What are your favorite places to eat in North Vancouver, Anne-Marie? Um, I like the Cactus Club in West Van. I don't really eat anywhere in North Van. <laughs> I think it had the best washrooms. Oh, the North Van was the first Cactus Club. I like that place. Heather, you were described in Sluttist.com as a, quote, musician, artist, writer, and freak. Yes. <laughs> Why freak? <laughs> um, because I am a freak. In Pork Magazine, you talked about love and Lydia Lunch and Gloomy Sunday? Uh-huh. Yeah. I love this. I love her. When did you get into the lunch? Oh, um, sometime in my early 20s. So some, within the last like seven years, probably like six, seven years ago. Have you met her at all or got close to her? Yeah, I met her. I, I met her at a show a couple years ago, two years ago, maybe. Um, I was like terrified to talk to her. I like hid and kind of stared at her for a while. But then she, I was walking into a ba- into a washroom. I was walking into a washroom and there was like a lounge area outside the women's washroom and she was like sitting in a, with a bunch of people around her kind of talking and being like charismatic as she is and 
I kind of tried to leave and then she kind of beckoned me to come hang out and then she just we just started talking and she ate a burrito next to me it was cool that's pretty unlady lunch, isn't it? Eating a burrito. She, I was just reading her cookbook today. We're staying at uh, Mish's friend's house who has a copy of Lydia Lunch's cookbook, and she's like an, an amazing Louise cook. Burns. We're staying at Louise Burns, Canadian sensation. Yes, very Beautiful important. songwriter. From your early band, meet. Yes, well, I did play with her. But anyway, she had Lydia Lunch's cookbook. So. Yeah, she's, a, she's a, apparently a great cook. And I was thinking, Heather, Lydia Lunch. Well, you got to get closer to Lydia Lunch here. So I have another gift for you guys right here. The Lydia Lunch Thurston Moore 12-inch from 88. I have this one. Sweet. You do have some lunch in the collection. I have a lot, yeah. I have, make it a point to find, like, all. She has so many random splits and 7 inches and weird releases and stuff. So it's kind of hard to find them all. This is great. Thank you. Heather seems to know a lot. She's knowledgeable. Let's use Heather's knowledge to help us learn about this band right here. What can you tell the people about D.A., the band D.A.? Da. 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 Um, uh, a lot. What do you want to know? Everything. Chicago. Yeah. Well, Da was a band, like a post-punk um, kind of art rock band from Chicago in the late Late, very late 70s, early 80s, um, they were part of like a documentary called You Weren't There, and it was this woman, Lorna Donnelly, she started the band when she was 17, and this guy, David Thomas, and a couple other women that came and went, and they were just an incredible, strange, um, kind of psychedelic, dark, post-punk band. One of my favorite bands, and Lorna um, actually passed away last year, but she was an incredible woman. It was cool, you got the interview from MRR. Yeah. Yeah, and she became a good friend of mine. She was amazing. And I wanted to ask you further there, Heather, about the death, the Christian yes! death. Yes! Oh this is so God. cool. What, what do you want? You to cover do? Romeo's Distress? I, I, my band um, did, used to cover it for like one tour cycle, yeah. Um, yes, what would you like to know? How did you get into them? Why do you like them? Um, I love them well. I don't really care for anything after Roz Williams left the band, um, but... They're just incredible. Like, the first album is just unbelievable. It's so great. And Roz was a really kind of, like, pivotal, crazy figure in in music. He was really transgressive and strange and was exploring with gender and all kinds of stuff. And it was really, I don't know, I just love, I love him. The record collectors might be coming out to White Long Gigs because, believe it or not, your debut 7-inch, oh your debut 7-inch on Hockey Dad, shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Is now on Discogs, the test pressing, for $393 and... Uh, no. Yes, it is. It is on Discogs, the test pressing. Have record collectors been coming out begging for copies? I don't even have this. That's not the first pressing either. The blue one was... The second one, the blue one. No, this is not the one. This is my own personal copy, but I was just saying in general. Oh, so there we... Yeah, they're probably around, lurking in the shadows. What collectibles are there for White Lung? Would that test pressing of White Lung really be worth $393 on Discogs? Duh. No one's going to buy it. Someone just jacked up the price and put it up there as a joke, I'm sure. But have you thought about that as using that as an investment at all? Like, you're in White Lung now, Heather, like getting White Lung records so that years from now you can oh, sell them. I'm collecting all the memorabilia and I'm going to sell it all and make it be a fortune. That's how I'm going to be rich for the rest of my life. Yeah. A lot of bands have done that, haven't they? Lots of locks of hair, used condom, condoms. Yeah, takes an item out of Kenny's suitcase each night and yeah. puts it in a bag, mm-hmm. and then there'll be the Kenny collection one day on eBay. Here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with White Lung. And Mish from White Lung, you were in Utrecht for a while. 
Mm-hmm. And you met some guys that smuggled coke in their mouths? No, they didn't smuggle coke in their mouths. I just lived with, uh, um, they just put it in here and took it to the other country we were going to. And it's not like they were selling it. It was, uh, yeah. Smuggling it in their mouth. That's literally what you described. Smuggling it in their mouths. Heather Fortune fact checker. I don't, I like to tell myself little lies that make them quiet. What happened to Mishway.com? I don't know. I actually don't know what happened. I was like trying to get some computer. Actually, can you help me? Because you know about computer stuff. My website's just down. I don't know. I'll fix it. No problem. Thank you. Yeah. I asked 12. I was like asking for help on Twitter. What's the importance of the song Children by Twin Crystals? Oh, it's just a great song. I think when we were on tour with um, New Sensei, that was like our hit in the van. You know, on tour, you always have a bunch of hits in the van, and that was one that we listen to all the time. It's a great song. And you mentioned earlier, Louise Burns. Louise Burns. You were in a band with her called Shove, and her links to Lindsay Lohan. I love this. Your links to Lindsay Lohan, Mish? Yeah, through Louise. We, Louise and Daniel and I, had a very short-lived band called Shove, and Louise actually taught me how to play bass in that band. And I will thank her forever for that. She's the best. So, Kenny, will Hot Crust Buns and Jingle Bells be in the set at all tonight? I'm feeling a little festive, so yeah, let's do Jingle Bells. Because <laughs> you second have... Second to last. Okay. Second to last. We have played those on stage before. Yeah, in what instances were those played? In Manchester, we played a show where only one person came. <laughs> and he wasn't even from Manchester. He was from Paris, and he came all the way to see us, and he told me he was really disappointed that we just played Hot Cross Buns <laughs> and Jingle Bells. But, uh... We just played Manchester again, and it was really fun. I, I didn't have to do that again. How did you know there was only like one person there in the audience? <laughs> we can we, we can see. Eyes. We have eyes that are open. But how do you know like that people could be hiding? No, no, no. There was nowhere to hide. It was one person in the whole venue. One people working and other bands loading in and being just as scared and depressed as we were. It was this horrible festival that was like stupid. Why do you, you don't put a band on at midnight in England? Everyone's already passed out, ass up, like face down on the ground. Anne Marie off the band White Lung. What was it like dating the lead star from the WB series Hellcats? Who? What was it like dating a TV star? <laughs> we never dated. We were friends. Was he in that sh- on that show? Yeah. A network TV show. <sighs> cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you later. It's really funny. Why should people care about White Lung? Why should people care? Because Kenny is one of the most underrated genius guitar players going. Hands down, period, whatever. I don't tell you this enough. You are a genius. And it's true. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing player. People in, you know, 30 years are going to look back and you're going to be legend style, like so influential. He's, I'm amazing too. Anne-Marie's amazing. Heather is amazing. This guy. It's true. And when I, when I, the first time I saw them play, I was like, I, Kenny's my favorite current guitarist other than like, no, he's, I mean, he's a million times better than I am. And he, I don't know. He's my favorite. And Kenny, what about the ladies? They're all really nice. So come up and come up and meet them after the show. Are the girls mad? People ask me that a lot. Uh, they always ask me if they're mad. 
Well, thanks so much, White Lung. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do. You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, White Lung with Psychophant. White Lung on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And before that, an interview with, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, White Lung. Got a couple bits of music that have been sent to me. The first of which is by Carolee. Hello, Carolee. Thank you for sending me a trophy rattle. And I'm going to be playing a trophy rattle right now. A trophy rattle. Carolee from New Jersey. And right after that, I'm going to play something by a new band called Pale Heads. And I got this via a note from the band Pears. The band Pears from Shanghai told me about a brand new Melbourne band, Pale Heads. Here is a new band I have started called Pale Heads. It's more of that Oz Rock type thing, this ramped up a little. It features members of Bat Piss, The Nation Blue, Harmony, The Drones, and Right. Hope you enjoyed the song. So we're going to hear Carolee with Atrophy Rattle and in Transitioning Out by Pale Heads on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Here's Kara
still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Joey Quick Small by the Kazanitz Cats singing Orchestral Circus. Joey Quick Small. And before that, 
Palehead's with Transitioning Out. And before that, Carolee with the Atrophy Rattle. Coming up right now, something from 1979, New York. Spoonie G! You see, a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's rock the... Uh, yes, yes, y'all. A freak, freak, y'all. A funky beat, y'all. And then you rock and roll, and then you roll and rock, and then you rock to the beat. They just don't want you to stop, cause I'm the S to the B, double O and Y. The one MC who you can't deny. Cause I'm the baby maker, I'm the woman taker, I'm the cold crushing lover, the heartbreaker. So come on, fly girls, and please don't stop, cause I'm MC Spoonie G1 and hit the top of young ladies. A rock on. Say, I was driving down the street on a stormy night to say, up ahead, there was a terrible fight. There was a big fine lady, she was crossing the street She had a box with the disco beat So I hit my brakes, but I'm not all there I missed a young lady, but only a hit And then I took a meal, look, I said, lottie dottie A big fine girl, she had a hell of a body Then she looked at me, and then she started switching So I took her my key out of the ignition Got out the car and kept my mouth shut Because my 2020 vision was right on the butt I caught up with her, I said, you look so fine I swear to God, I wish you was mine She said, hey, boy you're Spoonie G That's right, honey How do you know me? She said, Spoonie G You're all the same And everybody who disco I know your name I said, come on, baby It's not too far We're going to take a little walk To my car I said, we got to the car Then we sat in the seat And then the box was rocking To the fucking beat And then I looked at her And pushed the seat back Turned off a box And put on my eight track And then I started rapping Without no pause Because my mind was just Getting in those jokes And then I got in the straw We started doing to the beat I started doing like this, started doing the freak uh, Yes, yes, y'all, a freak, freak, y'all Cause I'm from C, Spoonie G I wanna be known as a metropolitan of a microphone Cause I'm a man's threat and I'm a woman's pet And I'm known as the man's joy And I'm a man who fights on the microphone And who all the people enjoy, y'all uh, Yes, yes, y'all, a freak, freak, y'all And don't stop, I keep on See, I was making in a freaking at a disco place I met a fine girl, she had a pretty face And then she took me home you say the very same night The girl was on and she was out of sight But then I got the girl for three hours straight I thought I had to go to work so I couldn't be late I said, where's your man? She said, he's in jail I said, come on, baby, cause it's telling the tip Cause if it comes at me and then he wants to fight See, I'ma get the man good and I'ma get him right Say, I'ma roll my barrel and keep the bullets still And when I shoot my shot, I'm gonna shoot to get Cause I'm a spoony spoon that don't mess around I drop a man, we stand right there in the ground You say, from Africa to France, say the Germany Cause I'm the S to the P, double O, my G I'm talking about me, 
education. See when I learn, when the world turns, and nobody gets a chance to earn. So take your time, but don't hesitate, cause love book starts, keeps not going away. I'm often imitated, but never duplicated, cause my rap is so complicated. Now you look in the sky, look in the tree, who do you see? Who do you see? Hip hip hop, snap, crack, go pop, and everybody doing the rock, rock, rock. In order to get, and 
this, I hope you never forget. You heard it before and you'll hear it again. Don't go to bed with the price on your head. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Don't take my advice, don't play with dice. When you see the price, you'll be right. If it pop, snap, crackle, pop, come on, everybody, let's rock, rock, rock. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there the sound of New York. Well, um, indirectly, we began with the sound of New York. I wanted to say the Spoonin' Rap by Spoonin' G from 19... 1979. And right there, we just heard Positive Life by Lovebug Starsky from 81 as well from New York City. Right now, to end the Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show, gonna play something from Tommy Graham and the Big Town Boys. This is Toronto Rock and Roll from 1965 on the RCA Victor record label. Tommy Graham and the Big Town Boys. We're going to hear Put You Down. And then we're going to hear something by the Queens Brooklyn Connection from 1988. 
I'm just adjusting my mic on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. So here right now are Tommy Graham and the Big Town Boys from Toronto, Ontario, 1965 on the RCA Victor record label with Put You Down. So 1965-ish that put you down, we put down the equipment so you didn't even hear the actual equipment. So we will go over and make sure the equipment is not feeling bad and all depressed and put down. And we're going to bring you to 1965. You're going to hear me shuffle back to the turntable, shuffle back to 65 to guarantee the delivery of Tommy Graham and a big town boy put you down and forget about you holding up put you down by oh there we go
know you know it. The ruler tell me turns and I so that's the poet. Seduce a microphone and when I'm on stage I call it home. I am the brain, QVC is the backbone. Bring me a beat, I never leave it alone. The top of the charts is where I rest. New York is where I roll. See, we, the QVC, we're coming about to take it over me. The BYCE is cooler than Casanova. The DJT is doing the damage that is done. If you want to produce them, and Tronic is the one. You like the way the song is sung, but I haven't even begun. MCs are all the one that call me Father Cone's son. Adjusting my mic. I'm just adjusting my mic. Testing, testing. Can I get a mic check? Yeah. yeah. Now we in effect. Ducks will drown in the sound and take a plunge. I absorb disrespectful words like a sponge. Some girl tried to juice me for money, no doubt, but she got caught like Chuck. Cause she couldn't chill out. Walking through the subway, I feel a pull on my legging. As usual, it's just another crackhead begging. Life's a game too fast to keep score. So make it till the big time. So make it to creep more. Whatever the future holds, I'ma be alright. I'm just adjusting my mic. I'm just adjusting my mic. I'm just adjusting my mic. You know it. Man, trying to go make the music that be coming a roar. And whenever we come in a dance, we come in a dance hardcore. Dum dums the case, they watch the crowd sway to a hip hip parade that I made them say. Check it out, I am known as one of the great service ceremonies. For each line, the moms will take the time to disappoint me. One, two, one, two, we rock strictly to you. Rice love is the man, QBC is the crew. That I learned from a pro Well that's bull Cause I taught him everything that he knows It's the rule of the tongue Releasing along this faster than a cheater If you wanna be like me Trying to get your face out of the tweeter Cause I'm all the solar sims There are not too many better than Bryce Love Cause you're my patient I am the medicine When I pick up the microphone And never be over sleeping Always watching my back Cause I don't want to see me creeping For all those MCs who plan to steal my fame and glory Shut up your mouth the boy Don't you know you're beginning to bore me When it comes to girls I'm a slouch And you know that Bryce Love was a skeezer Before they made the word Hold back the back and subtract All of the weak that are whack Pick up the pace of the bass, the rhyme's climbing on time. You gotta clap till the rap calls I made and it's mine. I'm just adjusting my mic. I'm just adjusting my mic. Chill out, I'm just adjusting my mic. I never lose what I say. QBC will come and dance. I never lose. Yo, QBC will come and dance. I never lose what I say. QBC will come and dance. I never lose. Hey, QBC will come and dance. I never lose what I say. QBC will come and dance. I never lose. Yo, QBC will come and dance. I never lose what I say. QBC will come and dance. I never lose. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm motivated to hit the dial, legs in effect, cause the tongue don't slip, press play on the tape, hear what I'm saying, the rhyme, don't touch the stop button unless you're gonna rewind, always remember to never blame for fun, cause a cat got nine lives, kid, you got one, I guess it's over, yo, but I'm just adjusting my mic, now let's get busy, yeah.